Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited that you're tuning in. Um, I'm your host, Yvette, and this is God, Girl, and a Mic. Today we have a co-host, so stay tuned. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of God, Girl, and a Mic podcast. I'm your host, Yvette, and today I have a friend with me who is going to be discussing um giving me advice and and tips on um trusting jesus this is a really big topic i feel like it's something that a lot of us are dealing with and i feel like we can always improve in this area so shayun would you like to introduce yourself oh my goodness what an honor a pleasure and a privilege to be here with you today god girl and a mic um, I can just hear the sarcasm dripping no, from no, you. No, 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 no. But chill, it's chill, chill. cool. I was, just, I was just happy you called me a friend this morning. You know, she called me her friend. Me you know, I just got to do it for the podcast. We are definitely friends. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I uh, uh, work in ministry. I uh, live my life. I like to talk to people and especially about topics such as this uh, trust. So. I'm looking forward today to share anything I can. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, you know, any questions folks have or you have, I'd uh, be glad to offer whatever insight I have. And I think together I'm about to just start talking. I was supposed to introduce myself. I don't know. Um, but I do believe that conversations together are the way that we learn and grow and build. So I'm all about having conversations. Uh, yeah. Conversations with community, you know? Oh, come on. Come on, all them C's, CC. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, okay, so we are talking about trust today, specifically trust in Jesus. Um, as I said before, I feel like this is a very like ooh topic. Like when we get into like trusting Jesus, I feel like it could get a little just like what what's going on here. Yeah. Um, so I think my first question for you, or just. Um, for anyone would be like what what defines trust in general hmm. uh, well I think trust it can be of course defined but I think it's also described easily in like a, a number of word pictures right so trust is like uh, um, being blindfolded and having somebody direct you or, or, or trust is like uh, the confidence to walk across a bridge or something and, and you're not really sure about hey what's going on but you take those steps and you walk across it you know so to me I think trust is confidence enough to take certain types of actions right it's because I, I, I trust another individual or I trust the situation it gives me the confidence to take an action or not take an action I guess right uh, and, and I think we can unpack that so many different ways uh, but I think confidence um, is one of the big words that sticks out of my head right now. Huh, that's funny. I was just testing you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Just making sure, you know, Girl. you know what she was talking about when you come on this podcast. No, but I would say confidence is one of the, the big things when I think about trust, but also like, I guess confidence and belief, like they're kind of like the same thing mm. in a way, yeah, um, yeah. but just having like that belief that, that doesn't like shake. Yeah. Um, in something or someone 
whether that's like yourself or you know something else so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i definitely agree with your um sentiment and i like what you said about like being blindfolded because i feel like that is something that a lot of people won't do it's like closing your eyes you can't see like Mm -hmm. what is coming next or what's surrounding you all you know is just like that whoever this is or whoever or whatever this is i have confidence in it that it's going to go the way it's supposed to go yeah and that's scary yeah it's like um and i realized most people well i can't say most people a lot of people hate this too when you've been driving for a while and then you end up sitting in someone's passenger seat then you're like this person can't drive and you like want to like get in the driver's seat but to me especially (laughs) with god it's like this picture of and i I was referring to somebody else about this it's like i think it's a country song when she's singing about jesus take the wheel and it's like we don't want Carrie underwood we don't oh carrie underwood we don't even want to let people drive in real life you know what i'm saying and it's like hey i'm going around the block but imagine your whole life and you are supposed to sit in the passenger seat it's do you trust that person who's behind the wheel or are you at every turn like oh hold on wait hey oh uh, uh, uh. i hate i hate when people doing that i'm like bro i'm driving relax i got you you all right so i mean um, i feel like if you can't drive why would i want to be in the passenger seat you know what i'm saying yeah 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 uh-huh no that's a good but, point But I also think that like, just, this is a good segue because I was going to ask you, um, what do you think like competes with our trust Mm -hmm. and like Jesus specifically? But I feel like even that, like wanting to have control over like your life or a situation definitely Mm -hmm. competes with like wanting to um, trust someone or something, or I guess just in this, this scenario, Jesus with anything because it's like you want to be able to control the outcome you know and how not just the outcome but like how things go about so when people talk about just put your trust and put your hope in god and and just believe that everything he says is true it's just like hmm okay well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i know that i can what i can physically do and mentally do and i know the extent of the things that i can do so why wouldn't i just put my trust in myself because yeah yeah yeah. you know then i then i have a for sure um uh like solidified um result that can come about and if something doesn't happen it's just it's all on me and it's not all on somebody else yeah 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 and and, and i think the thing about it is that to me stems back to that first word we started with confidence so it's like Mm. if i'm if i'm driving with someone and I'm confident in their driving capabilities, that confidence is based on my knowledge of their character and past experiences I've had. The Mm. issue I think we run into between trusting ourselves more than God, which I would agree with you 100%, I struggle with trusting God personally because I trust myself more because I think I have more control. But the issue is I think that I have greater experience and knowledge mentally that I've had with myself. It's like, of course I know myself, you know? But what that means is personally, I don't know God enough. Because to know God is the first step towards actually knowing who I am, you know, and truly knowing who I am. 
but that that's what causes me not to trust them is because I can't have confidence in somebody I don't know. I can't have confidence in somebody I've never had experiences with. And I think that's the the thing that bamboozles a lot of us that if you grew up in church like me or you've been exposed to Christianity a lot and you just kind of have been it's been shoved down your your throat, you know, believe, baby, just trust God, baby, just trust him. And it's like, <laughs> oh, sure, 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 I can trust him. But then as soon as life hits you with a circumstance or situation that's difficult, you default back to what makes you most comfortable. And that's not trusting God because you've never experienced it. So I think mm. they sell it so short because trusting God is not a surface thing. It's very deep and it requires a true intentionality of the will to make a choice to do that you know what i'm saying so yeah i also i agree with that i think just going back to like the church part um i think a lot of things can be thrown around in church and i'm Mm -hmm. not trying to get off topic but i do think (laughs) one of the things that can get thrown around in church is just trust jesus just you know just trust god you know don't worry about it just you know just pray about it but like what does it actually look like? That's I think that's the question that I would always struggle with is like, mm. what does it actually look like to trust God? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like yeah. what are the like, are there action steps? Do I need to be doing something? And people are just like, no, you just need to be still and wait. But how do I do that? Because like, <laughs> I think I'm trying to do it, but I'm getting antsy and now I think I'm doing it wrong. So I think it needs, I think the biggest thing is like um, developing your relationship with God, just spending time with God. I think a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff comes out of that and i think a lot of pieces are put together um like as you uh what's the word like cultivate a relationship with jesus yeah you know yeah and, and, and briefly just one thought i had too it's like uh, I think I, and i might butcher it i heard it somewhere but they were saying this waiting on god is an active thing not a passive thing mm-hmm. a lot of times we've painted waiting on god to be Uh, passive someone gave me the example of like waiting in the waiting room at the doctor's office and you're just sitting in the chair you know you're just waiting for somebody to call your name and then eventually it's like okay finally I get up and take action but they say no to wait on God is an active disposition of us setting our mind on him of us taking our doubts and our fears and our lack of trust and, and, and being aware of those things and then beginning to combat them with the truth. And we have to ask, where do we find the truth? And this is why there's such significance, not just going to church, but like, hey, <clears throat> to combat lies, I have to use the truth and the truth is found in God's word. So it's really uh, self-awareness enough to say, am I doubting to begin with? Not covering up your doubt with, yeah, I'm trusting God, I'm trusting him, I'm trusting. It's like, no, 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 I'm not right now. And I think that was a huge part for me I know when it came to relationships or when I was about to go to college and I didn't know what my future, everything that had to deal with my future and mm-hmm. me trying to get the things that I dreamed about, but me not having the control over how I would get there. That is where it revealed to me the absence of trust in God. Mm. And when I finally was confronted and that was such a defining moment for me when I literally said it and I realized it, oh, I don't trust God. And then the process began of me learning to trust him. And I'm still learning to trust him. You know, so. How did you feel like after you came to that realization? Like mm. that I don't trust God. 
Yeah. I felt... I felt hopeful in a way I had not felt before. I, I, in a way I have not felt prior to actually having that realization. Because I think I was in a position of, uh, like dissonance, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm trusting God. But then on the inside, I feel crazy. Or I'm like, no, I feel so, I feel anxious, right? So yeah. I think actually realizing, no, I'm not trusting God. And I do feel anxious. It was the first step. And it's like liberation, you know? I think the, the Bible says that the truth will set you free. I think I was bound in some weird, fenced-in, created, imaginary place of just floating in la-la land. But then my emotions are like, bruh, something is not right, you know? So I think once the truth came in and it was just like, God is saying, now you are now you have the opportunity to learn to trust me versus deceiving yourself to think that you do already it's like well there's nothing else left to lose so yeah. we go up from here kind of thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get yeah that. yeah i feel like um i don't know i feel like at least for me it's been like scary because i think mm. i i like trust god in certain areas or I think like I think I do but then in other mm -hmm, areas mm -hmm. I'm just like I don't trust God at all so then I'm just like well do I really trust God if I don't trust him with everything and that's like mm. the question I feel like I've been struggling with just in, in terms of that and it's I don't know it's been just like kind of scary to um what's the word like admit that because I'm relearning Jesus and mm -hmm. Um, I'm relearning like my relationship with him and so when I say those things it's almost like ingrained in me it's like oh don't say those things you know like because God is mm -hmm. always good mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. you don't want him to get mad at you but it's just like God's not gonna get mad at me if I tell him that I don't trust him he's just going to try to help me find ways to trust him um, yeah. Yeah. and so I think that's like just something that's been ingrained in me but it's it's I feel like it's kind of fun to like learn this relationship um, mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. Jesus. The interesting thing I will say though is that it's like as you're learning your relationship with Jesus, one of the thoughts that comes into my head that kind of makes me pull back from like wanting to trust God is like, well, what if what God has for me is not what I want? And so that's where it's just like, well, do I want to trust God? Because what if I don't like what he wants to give me, you know? And yeah, I, think, yeah. I think a lot of people struggle there because it's like you see with like your human eyes what you want or what you feel like you need. But it's like God has such like a bigger a scope, uh, mm -hmm, a vision. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And it's just like, well you know I'm just concerned about what I'm concerned about and like the things that I want in this now in this moment but God is concerned about the whole whole thing and how everything works together so yeah that's one thing that I've just yeah, been no no my bad no I was done yeah no my bad my bad it's like nah. <laughs> uh <laughs> no I I, I um there's a few things while you were sharing that one thing was uh when, when we talked about hey do I trust God at all because I don't trust him in this area? I think that's the thing. Um, if you were to sit down probably with uh, a, a wide array of Christians, 
you will find that everybody likely has one area where it's more difficult for them to trust God than, than all the other areas in their lives. And that area will be different from person to person, you know? So for some people it's money, uh, for some people it's, uh, it's health, for some people it's family, and for some people it's future. And I think for me, it was largely future being, uh, what am I gonna do with my life? Largely God, well, who am I gonna get married? God, who am I gonna get married to? Will this happen or that happen, you know? Uh, and, and I think the, there was a, there's a Psalm that I read and it said this, it said, God is intimately involved with the ways of your life. Mm. Meaning like every minute detail, God is not only aware of, he wants to be involved in. And I think that's a process. It's a process to trust God in every aspect and to grow towards that. But in order to even have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus, you must trust God because you must believe that he exists first, right? So it's like, I've placed confidence in Christ to have a relationship and a connection with this God that I'm learning to trust more. So I would say that is the, 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 the base, the foundation is I trust God because now I am his child and I've been saved, right? So there's like that base layer of trust. And then God is trying to build on that foundation to say, okay, now can you trust me with your money? Can you trust me with your job? Can you trust me at school? Can you trust me with who you're going to marry? Can you trust me if you have kids? Once you have kids, can you trust? It's like he's building, but it's all on a foundation, which is God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us. And at the moment that the gospel, that truth becomes enlightened, we place trust in it, you know? And then we build. And I think that's what happens. Like we, when the Bible says you're born again, you're born a baby and that baby matures. It learns to crawl, it learns to walk, learns to feed itself. It learns to not poop in its own pants. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that's the same thing we're doing as believers. We are being matured and with maturity comes trust. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's cool that like the God's expectation um, of us, like, uh, what's the word? Like it develops um, mm -hmm. as our relationship develops. And it's not like, it's not like God, I don't know. Like, I know his expectation is that like, we trust him with everything. But then at the same time, like he knows his creations so he knows mm -hmm. when we're gonna have problems and where we're gonna have problems and the baby steps that we're going to need to take so it's yeah. not like he's trying to rush us in any sense of the word and just be like oh like just trust me what the frick you know <laughs> but it's yeah, just like yeah. okay well you know it took you a couple years to trust me in this area okay cool we're mm -hmm. we're getting we're uh getting some traction now do you trust me in this area like and let me start exposing my um exposing you to different areas that you can trust me in and because you've had we've had success in this area together you know that you know whatever you go through in this area i have your back so i think that's cool mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it just it continues like to build your trust and you don't have to um just like jump in to being a christian and just be like okay i trust jesus with my life because realistically like a lot of us don't like if we sat down and thought about it you know i think it is a that is the core of Christianity, right? It's like, I trust you completely, Lord, with my life. I think that is a decision at a moment, but then it's a, it's a, it's a decision that is made in a moment and lived out over the whole entirety of your life. 
Mm. So I, I think that's truly what it is. And it, it was something you were saying before when it's like, when I don't know if I trust God with this because what if he gives me what I don't want? And, <laughs> and that just reminded me, trust is based on confidence in the person's character. And that yeah. confidence in their character is based on previous experiences or the experiences of other people and learning from those as well, which I think the Bible is like the perfect teacher. It it gives us experiences of other people that we can pull from that we may have never been through. But then as well, in addition, God wants us to experience him and and to have this 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 history with him ourselves. And I think it, it, it really stems down. It's a it's a verse that says, um, is God not a good father who gives good gifts to his children? It says, if your earthly fathers know how to good, give good gifts, how much more your heavenly father? And this one played in a lot when I would think about getting married. Um, and it would be like, God, you're going to make me, this might sound bad, you better forgive me. You're going to make me marry somebody and I'm going to need to put a brown bag over their head. Oh, my God. But then it's like even that thought is like, why do you think God is up there just tinkering with your life? If he's a good father, why would he give you a bad gift you don't want? That's true. And that is the truth that we have to really wrestle with. It's like if God, if you say, God, you know what? I really don't like steak. Either God will choose not to give you steak or he who created everything about you will literally make it so that steak is your favorite meal, you know? But we, yeah. do, we tr- do we trust him enough to understand that he's not trying to punish and to force us into this deep, dark corner where it's like, oh, God's just going to teach me something and I'm going to hate this person and they'll be <laughs> the ugliest person in the world, but I'm going to be forced to marry them and I'm going to... It makes me think of uh, we were watching uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> it's one of these shows, so you don't see the person until they're coming down the aisle. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Christians think. Like, you're going to have the door swing open on your wedding day. You're going to see that person, and you're going to be like, oh, oh my God. Oh. Now, but seriously, like... that's how it feels. Because you're just like, <laughs> well, this is what I want, God. But God is like, no. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what is yeah. it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there was this, there was this guy, um, that I would like see around a lot and uh-huh. he like showed interest in me and I was like, God, I don't, I don't like this guy. I was like, no, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like actually, no, like I'm not interested, but I would no, try to be no, nice. No, 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 <laughs> Yeah. But I would try to be nice. Cause you know, I'm a nice person, but then it was like, no. When you want to be. No, I don't. I'm always a nice person. We're I'm not sorry. even going to get, get into that, but it's, it's cool. Ignore my shade. Yeah. <laughs> so so wait, wait. Okay, so I would like see this guy around all the time. Like, you know, he would hit me up from there from time to time. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking like God, please, like please, if if anything, if I could just get one thing out of life, please, 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 I do not want to end up with this guy. Like I just don't want to. And <laughs> it stayed the same the sentiment is still the same like that's still the thought when like i i see him or like you know i talk to him from time to time i'm just like god please no like god please no but then like what i've learned is like exactly what you said is like god is not gonna give you a gift that you don't want or he's gonna like allow you to see something in a new light and exactly like 
I know the the second has not happened for me. So obviously, yeah. you know, me and God are on the same page with that. So I'm cool. I'm good with that. It's just like stuff like that kind of stresses me out because it's just like, well, this is what I want, but like, what if God is trying to give me something different? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is just like sometimes you're just not ready for like what God is trying to give you. So yeah, I know yeah. God is not going to just shove a whole bunch of stuff in my face. Like here, take this. This is good for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not ready for it. Um, yeah. It's like, I think the it's a perspective problem we have as humans, which is why trust is so difficult. It's because we are on a human timeline being like, hey, up to, you know, I'm 33 now. So I have 33 years of time. And then, you know, as a baby, I don't even remember half of that stuff. So even less than 33 years and I'm on this timeline. And then there's a whole nother timeline and it's called infinity, right? So from before anything in this earth was created to after this earth will pass away, God operates on that timeline. Trust is, between these two timelines, there's this conflict because I'm trying to make sense of what God sees in eternity in my limited time frame, you know? Fair so enough. it's like, God, I'm just not, I, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait any longer. And the Bible says to, to God, a thousand years is 10,000 years or something of the sort. It's like a day. And so he's just looking at you like, hey, all right, cool, cool. But I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. And that's the, the constant thing. But it's like his 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 infinite perspective versus my limited time frame, which is God, it's been a year. And I don't know what's going on with this situation or I don't know what's going on with this person. Or I can't wait any longer to get to this thing or this job or this, this or that. And God's just like, if only you knew how much good I have in store. Not bad, how much good I have in store. And that good sometimes is far beyond the situation you can see right now. Because sometimes the good is, literally, we have never experienced it or we haven't even conceptualized it. Mm. So how can we (laughs) trust it versus just trusting him? But that is a whole whole spiel, so yeah. It's a rabbit hole. No, but but seriously, (laughs) I think like, one of the biggest things that has always helped me build trust or has yeah mm-hmm. has helped me build trust with um my re- in my relationship with Jesus is like looking like reflecting back i feel like i'm a big like reflector i like to like reflect back on stuff and sometimes that's good sometimes it's not but um <laughs> with like certain situations like i'm able to look back now and i'm like oh like it makes so much sense like why mm. this situation did not work out or why it was not good for me to you know or why I wasn't ready in that moment for this or whatever or why this happened you know there's like so many lessons and little things that you don't see that are happening in like the details of the situation Mm -hmm. that when you're going Mm -hmm. through it you can only focus on like one thing and like God's God's vision is like so much more broad. It's like, okay, well, she's learning this in this situation and this and this, and she's not ready for this yet. But um, I feel like, yeah, like when you're in a situation, it's like tunnel vision. Like you're just like, this is Mm -hmm. what I want and I don't have this now, you know? So this is why I'm upset or like, I don't trust God in this moment. But it's just, it's just interesting to like look back and just be like, wow. Mm. The growth is astronomical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that is a is a key 
to how trust is developed. It's developed by taking an inventory of past experiences, and then that allows you to place confidence in the character of the person who got you through, right? Yeah. Because it's like, the more I reflect on, like, God, I really, and it's so, it's so unnatural, right? Because the thing is, when you're going through, like, for real, you're thinking about something every day, you're anxious, it's on your mind, you can't, you can't even imagine what it would be like to not have to worry about this thing. But it's so funny that as soon as that is over, you can't even remember how you felt before. It's like, you're just so like, oh, everything's great. I don't need nothing. But I think what God wants us to do is not to get stuck in these low moments, but not to forget them. I think by remembering those tense moments, those anxious moments, and then remembering how you still are alive and you still now have hope and you still got through it. The more we remember, the more it allows us to push forward with more trust than before. Mm. Yeah, I think there are definitely a lot of situations that anyone can attest to where it's like something happens in your life and then like you struggle with it. But then like once you come out of it, you're just like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. And then it's like (laughs) when something, um, when, when that situation has the opportunity to arise again, you're just like, nah, like I I know where that's going. I've been there before mm-hmm. and I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So God, like I'm going to trust you with this situation, whatever happens. I feel like it's yeah. almost like, um, I forgot, dang it. I forgot what it was called, but um, there, there's like this study. Um, I'm going to quote it loosely because I don't remember all the details, but it says that like people like, your trust comes out of um, a few things. And one of those things is like a fight or flight situation where it's like, mm. you're you're just like, okay, I have no more options left and I need yeah. to um, like, what's the word? I need to, I need to um, do this to like get out of this situation. So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. you, you trust, um, because it's like okay well this is the this is the only option but you can like build on that and then so like for future for future situations like that it's just like oh well you know this turned out very good or you know yeah, like a yeah, lot better than yeah. i expected so now it's not even like a fight or flight it's just like a an automatic like reaction to trust god instead of yeah. you know mulling over it no that, that i like that a lot because it's like it reminded me of um like instinct right so they talk about uh i love what you were saying about fight or flight it's like they say if you corner certain type of animals out of instinct they'll like certain animals that kind of like secrete acid or whatever they'll shoot it at you because they feel threatened right or certain animals will lash out if they feel like they're 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 young are endangered you know Mm. so it's like instinct and I think what happens for Christians, and nobody wants to hear this, but that was, that was good preaching, Yvette. That's, nobody wants to hear that. But I believe that we need to allow God, or we don't even need to allow, it's going to happen. <laughs> God will back you into a corner and you have no choice. And I think the more that we allow that experience to take place, the more that trusting God by default can become our first instinct. 
because right now when we're backed into a corner a lot of us will say man forget god i'm gonna go to this person or man forget god i'm gonna take matters into my own hands i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get it shaken i'm gonna go do whatever I want <laughs> i'm gonna to go do. get it but i think what, <laughs> what god is trying to do is to say man when you're in the corner i'm there with you that situation may still be there it may put you in fight or flight but i'm with you and i want to be your first choice and that is the process of trust that we're all growing into. But I think it does come from those moments when we are left with, we're left optionless, you know? Yeah. And God wants to be the option, the option, you know? Yeah, I think um, it kind of, just to segue a little bit, like I think um, once you've been through a situation like, with God and I feel like once you remember like you kind of like what you were saying like once you remember like that maybe that pain or the things that you went through um Mm -hmm. you're just like it's also it's not just like I don't want to go back there but it's also like I deserve a lot better you know and I do believe that like sometimes God will give you like a glimpse and not the whole thing of like what you deserve in a situation and it's just like okay but like just trust me you know, I mean, mm. I think it's different for everybody, but like, um, I've def- I feel like I've definitely had situations where I'm just like, okay, vet, like you have a choice. You can choose door A and go back to what you were mm-hmm. doing before or mm-hmm. choose door B, you know, despite how much it may like hurt and, you know, despite how much you have to like fight to grow, um, you can, you can do door B and move forward and, you know, be in a different place than you were before. So I think mm-hmm. um, just knowing that, like, God is with you in those moments, like the hardest moments, I feel like, um, yeah. makes it easier to trust him. And then also, like, one thing that we didn't even, like, talk about, but just, like, his grace, you know? Like, the mm-hmm. fact that, like, he gives you grace to do everything um, in your life. Like, I don't I don't know how much grace God has to give, but it is more than enough for every <laughs> single human being on this earth because yeah. it's just like with within like a day, it's just like, all right, you you feel like you've used up your grace bank, but God is like, No, like I have more to give. And then for you, how would you define grace for people that might ask you that? Like what what words come to mind when you think about grace? grace for me is unmerited favor so something that I've never I never deserved um but because Mm. God loves me so much he he was like no like you 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 get this like you you deserve this because I say so because I love you so much um so something that I could never work for um to gain you know and I think the awesome part about that which is so true and what you said like you can't work for it to gain it. So why do we think we can lose it or work, do some work to lose mm. it, you know? And I think that brings more trust as well. Where it's like, man, I didn't do anything to deserve anything. <laughs> so why do I believe that I, I'm, I'm missing out on things because I did something? Right. And I think that that that's where trust comes from. Exactly. All those things you said about like God's love and, and his grace never running out. And those things speak to God's character. And I think that the problem is it's easier to see our challenges, to see life circumstances than it is to see God's character. 
And that's the rewiring that we are need, in need of in order for trust to develop is not to see circumstances or life's challenges, but to see God's character. Mm-hmm. Because that will cause us to see him as bigger than anything else, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think the last thought I have is like just to touch on what you were saying about God's character. I just also want to add that like our human brains can only fathom so much about like the Mm -hmm. world and like the knowledge that we have is knowledge that um what's the word like not I wouldn't say like all the knowledge that we have is knowledge that we've created but like in a sense in a way like I feel like humans um we think about things to the to only the extent that we know like so we can't fathom anything that's outside of our our realm of knowledge and so I think the thing that's like so hard sometimes about God and trusting God is like God is outside the realm of our knowledge he knows so much more than we could ever imagine like you would think that you know everything you know or that you know like such a a big amount of stuff in your such a big amount of stuff you know (laughs) you would think that you know like a lot in however many Uh years you've accumulated on earth but it's like God is just like you know this much like a minuscule amount of the knowledge that Mm -hmm. I have about you and about our relationship and about how um you know you are um a part of my plan like it's just it's it's like mind-blowing I think and I think that's something that we also need to remember is like when we trust God it's like God knows so much more like so much more mm-hmm. than we could ever like imagine like stuff we 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 don't even know exists exists and god knows about it so it's just like yeah 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 dang. that reminds no, me of bro. um um what's that story uh joe when um you love you some joe I, I you know i just i me and joe are here like i can i feel like i can relate to him right now but like after all that stuff happened to him and he was like yo like god like are you serious like what's going on god didn't even like address <laughs> joe's question he was like i'm sorry have you created the heavens and the earth like do you know all the <laughs> intricate details of the world like no and i think that's one of the things that we have to remember is like God knows everything and everything is a lot like yeah. it encompasses a lot so yeah 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 no it um there's this book and I, I'm trying to read more but I don't read many but this book it's called <laughs> um, knowledge of the holy it's called knowledge of the holy it's an old theologian 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 pastor guy and he wrote and each chapter is about uh, attribute of God's character um and, and, and he was talking about exactly what you said about um, how God knows everything and as humans we can only think about humanly created things however God has no limit to his knowledge therefore uh, humans can only think about what's created. God has not been created. Therefore, like we struggle to even find the words to conceptualize mm. God because God exists outside of creation. And he was just talking about this. Um, if, if, if God is infinite in his wisdom, it's exactly what you're saying in Job. It's like it says God has never learned anything, nor will he ever need to learn anything. Because if mm. God could be taught something, he would not be God. 
And it's like, as humans, we could spend forever trying to learn of God and we would only encompass a fraction, like you said, a very minuscule amount of who he is. And I think that puts, that makes trust so much more of an obvious choice when I realize like, I'm not just trusting <laughs> my neighbor down the street. I'm trusting someone who is infinite in his wisdom and has no limitation to his understanding. Therefore, it makes his character the most trustworthy because he knows everything, you know, and I think it's very um, easy to forget that. And I think we can't talk about that enough. So I just love you brought up that point because it, it speaks directly to our knowledge of who God is. And that's his character, meaning that he exists far beyond even what my mind can comprehend. Why shouldn't I trust it? And it's not easy to stay there. Yeah, I feel like it's a daily, like, relearning process to trusting God. I don't think it's something that, like, you just say once and then it's just like, okay, well, I trust you for the rest of my life. And then it's just like, that's it. Like, you never revisit it. I think think that's one of the biggest (laughs) things that, like, God is trying to get us to understand with him and with other people is, like, you have to work at a relationship in general. So you have to continually work at trust and obviously you'll reach new levels Mm -hmm, of it mm -hmm. but if you just you know don't ever revisit it again it's just like well there's no there's no weight to it anymore um no i think i i love the idea uh and the bible talks about a lot like it's easy if you hear some 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 preachy churchy people like renew your mind renew your mind but it's like oh no 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 god is calling for you and and the one uh, definition I I saw or kind of analogy was like to be reprogrammed so it's like uh, it's like a iPhone update right it's like this world is causing us to become outdated and we fall back to default and our default is to not trust God it's to trust ourselves it's to only put our hope in things that we can see and it's like we have to continually be updated and be and be reprogrammed to believe what is the truth which is god and that that that's like you said that is learned over time and it's not done once it's done daily you know trust yeah. is a daily um this so is true. a big topic and honestly we could stay here forever because i feel like it just bleeds into so many other areas um but I wanted to thank you for coming on here, Shayun. <laughs> yeah. One thing Shayun didn't mention is that he's a pastor. He didn't mention that. But you just said, I work in ministry. Like, what the heck does that even mean, I boy? Mean, y'all, y'all like, uh, I mean, we y'all like to have a church. Y'all like if you want to come, hey. one shot church. Um, I do some pastoral work. Okay, this is not about Yvette. Yeah, but Yvette this needs is... worship. We got a number of things. But I would encourage you. Okay. Uh, Okay, great. I would encourage you uh, to know another big part of trust is the community of people. That's how Yvette started conversations with community. Uh, But you grow in trust by having people around you who help you to be reminded of why we should trust God. And that happens in Christian community. So whether you're uh, in our area in Silver Spring and you come to One Shot, or if you even live in the area and you find another church, my encouragement to you is to know you're not going to learn to trust God more <laughs> in the highest and best by sitting in your bed alone in the dark. God wants you 
to be around other people. He wants you to know like that is where encouragement is. You giving your life away to help others trust God. And in that process, he helps you to gain more trust too. I think, <laughs> and before I start preaching, he let you did this. But I, I think that's that's the part about not sitting idly in the waiting room of mm. a doctor's office thinking that's what trusting God looks like. Trusting God is actively doing what it is that he's told you to do up until the point that you know and then he continues to reveal more and to allow, allow you to grow in your trust but you can't just sit still you're supposed to be actively like we started with you said you have enough confidence to take action and i think that's what we forget we become so consumed with what we don't have we forget what god has given us in front of us to do right now and for some of us that is just to be a part of a community it's to encourage someone else in the things of God. It's to it's to share our faith with somebody that God has placed on our heart. It's to pray for somebody else versus us just waiting like, God, you know, mm. I need this thing. I need this thing. He said, it's not about you. Oh, man. That's the stuff it's we not, don't like to know, hear. So, it's not about um, me. What sorry, do you mean? I got worked nah. up. <laughs> no. No, that's, that's, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> wow, Shayun. Yeah, over here preaching for real. Save it for Sunday, okay? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, I want to thank you for coming on um, <laughs> and just giving us your your wisdom, um, the things that you've learned awesome. and experienced. Awesome. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, um, thank you guys for listening in to another episode of God Girl on the Mic. Um, just remember, uh, one thing that I like to remember is that God is not calling us to perfection um but just to relationship with him and with other people um he sees us uh through the eyes he sees us through the eyes of love and he loves us because he sees jesus um in us and i think that's like the daily thing is to remember it's like even when we are feeling as if oh god like i can't i can't do this like I, you know, I feel like I'm letting you down, God. It's just like, God knew. He already knew that. Um, that's why Jesus is 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 there for us. That's why we that's why we need mm. Jesus every single not even not even just every single day, but every single moment. Um, and I'm going off on a little tangent right now too, but it's cool. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of God, Girl, and a Mic podcast. I am your host, Yvette, as always, guys, and I always enjoy having these conversations. Don't forget to share it with someone because that's how we all grow. You know what I'm saying? Also, don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at God, Girl, and a Mic podcast, or you can follow me on my personal page. My name's Yvette. Also, I want to point out, um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, make sure to stream all of those episodes too. We have so many and so many more to come. I will see you guys next time. Bye.